Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I told you this was a setup, this leak from the Supreme Court about the Mississippi case involving abortion. I told you it was a setup. The evidence is looking more and more likely today that I was correct. I'm going to go through that. And there has been a massive disturbance in the force, the current thing force. We'll get to that in a minute, too. Uh, loaded show. Of course, it's May fourth, so Star Wars Day. May the fourth. Uh, you know, May the, the, uh, the, the this has been a major seismic shift. Don't go anywhere. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality, and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of One Twenty Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting super fruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120life.com and use the code DAN to save 15% and receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, brother. Here we go. Yes, we do. It is a, folks, the current thing. You know, on the left, uh, they support the NPC, support the current thing. We have news. There is a current thing update. And now, the current thing update. There has been a shift in the force of the current thing. The current thing is now shifted from putting the Ukrainian flag in your avatar. The current thing now is going to be an avatar about abortion. It is shifted, Joe. It was a major current thing update. Yep. Huge. The current thing has changed. So we wanted to make sure we started the show with that today. The left just seamlessly moves from one current thing to the next. Now, this leak from the Supreme Court, folks, it's looking likely, I can't say definitively, but is looking more likely every day that this was a planned setup. This was not an accident. Now, a couple of things that lead me to believe that the leak of the Dobbs case about abortion from the Supreme Court before its intended launch date of the draft opinion by Sam Alito. There's a couple of things I'd mentioned yesterday. I just want to repeat today because more information has come out. You know, last night, Kamala Harris had a planned speech 
at that uh, pro-abortion group, uh, Emily's List. Folks, you're telling me the day before, the day before she has a speech at Emily's List, this thing just happens to leak at a pro-abortion speech Kamala Harris is giving? This requires the suspension of such massive amounts of disbelief that you need a wheelbarrow to hold the disbelief along. You can't even carry it on your own body. I got that. The ADP numbers, the private payroll numbers came out today. Did you see them? 150,000 jobs shy of what they thought. We knew those numbers were going to come out. So in other words, Biden was going to get hit in the cojones, right in the cojones, spread them right in the cojones, kicked in the junk by another set. That's right. I was right. (laughs) (laughs) By another set of horrendous jobs numbers. Be a great week, right? Change the conversation. Change the convo there. Woo, little dipsy-doo, flipperooski. We had primaries last night. We had primaries last night where... Most of the attention were on the Trump candidates. They had a good night, J.D. Vance and others. We'll get to that. So it'd be a good way to distract from that. Don't want to put the conversation back on Trump candidates. And as I found out yesterday from Senator Mike Lee on my radio show, who has deep experience with the Supreme Court and clerking and everything else, Mike Lee said, Joe, you, you, you missed it, but uh, Guy, you may have missed it too, but producer Jim heard it. Mike Lee said, Dan, that's not how any of this works. In order for them to get a hold of a draft opinion, you're not allowed to leave the court if you're a clerk with any papers. You're not allowed to bring your phone in either. And apparently anything you print goes in a burn bag, is horizontally and vertically vertically shredded, treated with some kind of chemical and made into a slurry, a sludge, so nobody can read it. So how did they get it out? The answer is, I don't know, but it speaks to some degree of sophistication. Folks, this was a planned op. This was a planned op to get this out, to take the attention off what was going to be a really bad week for Joe Biden. And it was obviously planned with the messaging campaign. And I find it awfully coincidental that the day before it leaked, Kamala Harris was given a speech at a pro-abortion group. Seems awfully weird to me, folks. Now, what was the purpose of this leak? The Wall Street Journal has a great piece on this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious stuff. It's called the Supreme Court leak on Roe v. Wade by their editorial boards from yesterday. I encourage you to read this piece. You know, given my prior line of work, folks, I've said repeatedly, once you cross that red line into political violence, there's no turning back. Nobody's, I mean, you guys get what I'm saying here. Like once you cross into the, we're going to shoot you if you disagree, you understand all the messaging goes out the window. It doesn't matter what the polls are. People just start killing each other. Right. That's why I've warned repeatedly. Once that red line is crossed, there is no going back. There is no going back. Repeatedly warn that. I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, that the left, the purpose of this leak may have been to draw up violent attention. And I mean that deliberately, violent attention to the Supreme Court. And apparently the journal agrees, which is interesting. Because they usually provide very sober analysis of this stuff. They know one question is how fast now the Supreme Court should move to publish its decision in the case. They should publish it right away, folks. If it's out there, just get it out there now. Why? They say, because there's an argument for getting it out fast to make it a fait accompli. Politico said the Alito draft was circulated in February. So the justices have had ample time to absorb and respond. The journal notes, we hate to say this, but some abortion fanatic 
could decide to commit an act of violence to stop a 5-4 ruling. It's an awful thought, but we live in fanatical times. Folks, it's clear the purpose of this was violent intimidation of these judges to change their mind. And let me tell you something. Again, once that red line is crossed, there's no turning back. God forbid one of these justices is hurt or God forbid killed. To change this decision, announce it now. There is no reason to wait anymore. There is no reason to wait. You agree? I'm, listen to me. I did this for a living. I did it for 12 years of my life. You have no idea the threat conditions you'll be facing every day this passes. As the intensity ratchets, ratchets up and the left that is, has, a, has had a love affair with violence for their entire existence, the left worships violence, worships violence. Every single day, it is going to get more and more dangerous. I genuinely hope that they have, that that security force that surrounds them and that's available to them, that they are being utilized. They are in real danger right now. These people are crazy. You know what? What's that? Yeah, right after the Clarence Thomas, Ginny Thomas nonsense, they are all, um, they are all in very serious danger. You know who's not helping? Kamala Harris, who by the left's own rules, by the way, is inciting violence. The left's rules, folks. Here's a tweet she put out. This is the time to fight for women in our country with everything we have. And she released a statement, fighting? Fight? What are you talking about fighting? That's inciting violence by the left's own rules, folks. Now, if Donald Trump says this, right, going to march peacefully and patriotically, and that was inciting violence, then Kamala Harris talking about fighting for women, using the word fight, that's definitely inciting violence by the left's own rules. Here, remember this? Donald Trump was pilloried for this. Check this out. Everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections. Peacefully and patriotically marched, that was considered inciting violence. So how is uh, calling to fight for women not inciting violence? Now, in case you think that the, uh, this is just all an exaggeration, that the left doesn't have a love affair with violence, of course we always produce receipts and facts to back it up. The left worships violence. It is the single greatest tool the left has in their arsenal. Violence, death, and destruction. Leftism, liberalism, socialism. Socialism, specifically in communism, is synonymous with death and destruction. Here, the violence has already started, and you can expect more of this. Get ready, folks. Here's the LAPD last night responding to a violent rally with a bunch of left-wing, uh, pro-death, pro-abortion lunatics. Already started just last night. Check this out. There's more. That's part. Well, there's more of this. You can expect more of this throughout this. These people are in, the, the Supreme Court justices are in very, very real danger. Here's part two. Of course, uh, violence exploding already. Check this out. Hey! Hey! 
just begun, folks. They have a love affair with violence. Of course, if this was uh, conservatives, it would be called an insurrection. Um, because it's not, it will be defended by the left as a mostly peaceful, violent attack on police officers. Also, we're dealing with children, which um, creates an additional problem. Because when you're dealing with violent people, if they're adults, there at least may be an attempt to talk them down off the violence ledge. With children, it's very difficult. Children don't respond to incentives like adults do. We are dealing with children. Um, the screamers are back, Joe. Remember the screamers? The screaming at the sky, the wetting of the diapers, the clawing at the faces, and yeah. the foaming at the mouth. Yeah, the screamers are back. Uh, here are pro-death, pro-abortion screamers in uh, New York yesterday who uh, appear to believe again, like during the election, that screaming at the sky will change something here. Here, check this out. We're dealing with children. He's laughing. We're dealing with children here, folks. We're dealing with the NPCs who support the current thing. Now, the evil here is real. You're dealing with genuine evil, real, authentic, touchable, material evil. This is what started this whole thing. Remember the governor of Virginia with his atrocious uh, comments about, you know, we'll make the baby comfortable after we like, kill the baby. Remember that? Uh, well, something was a, a precursor to that. There was a bill. One of the people who supported the bill was a delegate from Virginia, Delegate Tran. And she went up to speak about this grotesque abortion bill. And this is where that whole thing started. This is back in 2019. Now, in case you don't think evil is real, I want you to hear about how this delegate how this delegate describes what this bill does when she's under when she's questioned about, hey, does this allow you to terminate the life of a child in the womb as the child is being delivered? I want you to very specifically listen to her response and tell me if you think we're dealing with sane, rational people. Check this out. How late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm talking um, about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician and the woman. I understand would make that. I'm that asking point. if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that. Yes. Hmm. How exactly would the bill that allows a child to be killed as the child is about to be born, as the woman is dilating, how exactly do you kill that child? How, how, does that, how does that happen? How does that happen? Delegate Tran, you, would you like to talk about the procedure, exactly how it's done, walk us through that? You know, Lila Rose was on Tucker Carlson last night. She is an amazing pro-life advocate. I've had her on my radio show and mentioned that when you tell the left exactly what abortion does to kill the infant, that you get a lot of converts, converts to the pro-life cause. Gee, can't imagine why. 
describing how you brutally dismember and maul a child to kill it. Yeah, I wonder why most people wouldn't be for that when they actually hear about it. Is a nine-month woman who's dilated, soon-to-be-birthed child, is that a clump of cells? It's a whole lot of cells to be a clump of, isn't it? Tell me again how we're not dealing with pure evil. Now, folks, I can't emphasize enough. Leave the violence to the left. Once you cross that red line, there is no turning back. There is simply no way to maintain a constitutional republic where the solution of problems is to kill or maim your political opponents. There is no, there is no solution. there. There's only death. But the left does not see it the same way. Violence is their go-to. And you're going to see more of this as the summer goes on. And I can't encourage the Supreme Court in strong enough terms if anybody of influence is listening to get the decision out as soon as possible. You are in very real danger from these people. It's kind of strange, too, by the way, how the rules about inciting violence continue to change. Joe, you remember when we covered the Democracy Integrity Project before the 2020 election? The Democracy Integrity Project, a group of left-wing radical nuts who put out a paper calling for street fights. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? Sure Literally do. street fights. Yeah. So we covered red verbatim from a left-wing group's plan for street fights after the Trump-Biden uh, election, if they lost, right? Street fights. We were then accused by a lunatic from the New York Times, Davey Alba, of inciting violence by, caught, by, by, by calling out the left for literally inciting violence. So by the left's own rules, anytime someone is attacked by someone, even when you don't know the motive, it's got to be inciting violence by the left then, right? Kamala Harris, what happened to Dave Chappelle last night? You see this story? An attacker armed with a fake gun, Daily Mail, and a knife is hospitalized after tackling Dave Chappelle during a Netflix gig. Dave Chappelle has been a target of the left-wing uh, lunatic brigade, of course, because he makes jokes. And you know the left is crazy. They can't take humor. Um, the left, totalitarian, socialist, violent left can't take humor. So he's attacked on stage. Now, again, to be clear, because I don't lie to you like the left, I have no idea what the man's motives are. man might have been mentally ill. I have no idea. I'm simply telling you by the left's own rules that you don't need a motive. You just need a political one. And that anytime something happens to someone with a political position like Dave Chappelle had, whether he believes it's political or not, it was made political, that it's definitely to blame on your political opponent. So by the left's own rules, clearly this was the left inciting violence and they're to blame. They're rules, folks, not mine. They're rules. All right. I want to get to uh, next. We've got a huge update. Big, big election last night. J.D. Vance won big, but uh, folks, I got to make the case that Donald Trump won just as big last night. Donald Trump, he wasn't on the ballot. I'll explain. It wasn't just Vance. Got a huge, huge night for Trump-endorsed candidates. And I want to give you an update on that lunatic Bernie Sanders support. I got that. We've also got an update again on the Hunter Biden case. And the liberals ever, ever pay a price for being wrong? I'm going to walk you through. You own a house? Stay tuned. About to collapse the housing market again. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook a brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. 
Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code Bongino at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Okay. Uh, you know, last night in Ohio, you know where I stood in the race. Again, I'm, I'm not here to beat you over the head with candidates I support. It's just my opinion. I got a lot of great feedback yesterday. Uh, I leave my, my accounts open for messaging, multiple accounts. A lot of people said, Dan, I like this guy instead. Fine. I, I, I'm just telling you who I like. I, I, you know, I really, I, you guys have to, and ladies have to do your own homework. I like J.D. Vance. I think he's going to be a terrific anti-establishment member of the United States Senate. One big in his primary last night. He was also endorsed by Donald Trump. Just the news has the story here. Trump prevails in a major test of his influence in the midterms as Vance wins the Ohio Senate primary. It's a big win. J.D. Vance was struggling a little bit in the polls, uh, despite you know what I thought was a pretty good message. Donald Trump comes in, makes a huge endorsement. It turns out to be a consequential one. Jumps ahead. It's not just that. There are other takeaways from last night's primaries in Indiana and Ohio, folks. Ohio 9, huge upset, upset by a MAGA guy, J.R. Majewski. Huge upset. Wins his primary, too. And a really, really enormous upset. I believe take on uh, Captor over there. That's a seat that could flip due to redistricting. Also, Ohio 11. I had told you on the Democrat side, Fox News has a story here. AOC and Bernie Sanders and that crew want all in on this left-wing lunatic, uh, Nina Turner, against Chantel Brown. They're both Democrats, but this still matters to us, right? You don't want to deal with total lunatics on the other side. Look what the damage the squad has done to the country with defund the police, monitored monetary theory, and all this other crap. Well, she got wrecked. AOC's uh, candidate there got destroyed. Chantel Brown nearly doubled the vote count of the AOC Bernie Sanders back supporter. Folks, people are starting to wake up to this garbage. I'm telling you, it is going to be an awful election cycle. Arguably, I mean, the seat's pretty safe, Democrat. But if you're going to have a seat, folks, where there's almost no chance of winning because it's so heavily Democratic, I'd rather have people in there who are bad and not people in there who are like catastrophically bad. Big difference. All right, uh, moving on. I saw this yesterday on social media. I had a laugh. You know Christina Pushaw? She is the uh, a press rep for Governor Ron DeSantis down here in Florida. She's a real go-getter. Um, there's nothing she likes more and I like more than to clown the fact-checker class out there. We, you know, we know they're hilarious. We know they're ridiculous, the fact-checkers. We get it. But exposing their ridiculosities and absurdities has kind of become a national pastime for us all on the conservative side. So you all remember Jacob Reyes? <laughs> remember this clown? I'll get to him in a second. This guy, really, uh, Jacob, you really need to find a new line of work. 
uh, really find something that requires a lower intellectual ceiling. This fact-checking thing is not for you. This is one of the dumbest human beings anywhere in journalism, this guy, Jakob Ray. So he emails Christina Pushaw and he says, hello, I'm writing a fact check on a quick deadline regarding Governor DeSantis's claim that, quote, the student, listen to the claim, the student debt that is out there, almost 60% of it is graduate school debt. So he's going to fact check this. If you would like to provide supporting material for the claim, I need to hear by 9 p.m. Meanwhile, I'll be continuing my own research and interviews. Um, apparently, he didn't look at his own Pointer Institute uh, for research on this topic because here's a big LOL. Christina Pusher responds back, Hi, Jakob. Your own employer, the Pointer Institute, recently published research about this topic, finding that 56% of outstanding student debt is owned by households that hold graduate degrees. Here's the link. I think 56% qualifies as almost 60%. Thanks, Christina Pushaw. Jakob, please find a new line of work. You are clearly an imbecile. This is not for you. Guys, we got to change. Jim, I know if you're listening at the show, Guy, Joe, we've got to change. Yeah. Okay. Tom Kircher was the, the, we designated him the world's worst fact checker. Tom's number two, easily number two. We got to bump him. Jakob Reyes definitely takes the cake. We got, now it's, the new rankings are Jakob Reyes, Tom Kircher, Bill McCarthy. It, there's no way Tom can maintain it after this idiot. Thank you. Gee gives a thumbs up. We got Remember Jakob Reyes from this yeah. one? We got a new leader, folks. Everybody's happy. This is from Conservative News Daily. Uh, uh, check this out. PolitiFact face plants with the hilarious bad fact check of Maria Bartiromo. Remember this one? Yesterday, misinformation merchant Jakob Reyes attempted to fact check Maria Bartiromo's statement that, quote, we've doubled our oil imports from Russia in the last year, rating that mostly false, stating the U.S. did not double oil imports from Russia in the last year. Then when you scroll down Jakob Reyes's two paragraphs into his article, we learn that, quote, the U.S. did double the amount of crude oil imported from Russia last year. <laughs> Jakob, yes, yes, Jakob, this is not for you. This isn't for you. There are other positions out there you can take. This is not for you. Please. They have those people who go around people's yards and clean up the dog waste. That may be more along the line of your skill set. All work is valuable. Try that one. This is not for you, dude. It's not for you. My gosh. This fact-checking business. It's like they take the dumbest imbeciles from all of them. I mean, that's saying a lot in a media field populated by idiots who couldn't handle a real line of work. And they take the dumbest of those. And like, hey, you guys want to be fact-checkers? <laughs> yeah. Just reminds me of not only how fact-checkers pay zero price for being morons and humiliating themselves in public. Liberals don't pay a price either, folks. They pay no penalty for being wrong at all. And it speaks to the power of liars like Jacob Reyes, who constantly indoctrinate people that liberalism and government is a solution to their problems, but despite providing zero evidence whatsoever that not only is government not the solution to the problem, but there is evidence that government is the cause of all your problems. I'm going to get to that segment in a minute. You know what? Let me get to my third sponsor. This is important. I want to play this audio clip of a, a nominee for the bench by Joe Biden, who has no business being on the bench at all, who is called out by Senator John Kennedy, a Republican from Louisiana, called out 
and cannot admit she lied. They pay no penalty at all. I'm sure Jakob Reyes uh, won't, uh, won't fact check that. He's too dumb. All right. Folks, it's the final days before Mother's Day. Time's running out to grab the perfect GenuCell gift for all those special women in our lives. Right now, save up to 60% on all of GenuCell's most popular packages at GenuCell.com, including their brand new Ultra Retinol Cream. And during the limited time Mother's Day sale, every eligible order includes GenuCell's immediate effects for results in as little as 12 hours, absolutely free. See those annoying fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, blemishes, and yes, even eye bags and puffiness disappear right before your eyes. GenuCell promises you'll look 5, 10, even 15 years younger, guaranteed, or your money back. Ladies and gentlemen, treat yourself to the purest, cleanest, best skin care that money can buy. It's much safer than getting a procedure done. Right now, join GenuCell's best-in-class rewards program at checkout for an extra 10% off your order. Mother-in-law is a big fan of these products. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan now for up to 60% off world-class skin care. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Every order is automatically upgraded to free two-day shipping with a concierge white glove service for a limited time. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Check them out. Thanks, GenuCell. We appreciate it. So one of the most frustrating things about arguing with liberals from my now decade plus amount of time uh, debating them, whether running for office or debating them on TV or them calling in my radio show, is they never, ever produce any evidence what they've done is effective. And yet, while I produce evidence that their big government interventions have destroyed you know, millions, hundreds of millions of people's lives throughout human history, they are never forced to be held account for their mistakes. Here's what I mean. They pay no penalty for being wrong. And it's because the media constantly covers for them. Morons like Jakob Rehm. So, Jakob, you could fact check this immediately. You won't. You're too stupid. But here is a, 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 a woman by the name of Nusrat Chowdhury. She's being nominated by Biden for a judgeship. So Nusrat Chowdhury has made some ridiculous, easily debunked, discredited, insulting, horrific statements about police officers. The woman has no business being on the bench at all. She is a liar. We know she lied. So John Kennedy asked her about it yesterday. He says, you made some claims about police officers shooting black men every day. That sounds kind of crazy. And watch her. She just cannot admit she's a liar. Check this out. This is a really simple question, Counselor. Do you believe that cops kill unarmed black men in America every single day? You said it at Princeton. Senator, I said it in my role as an advocate. Oh, okay. You didn't mean it. Senator, I said it in my role as an advocate to make a rhetorical point. So, so when you say something that's, that's incorrect, it's okay to excuse it by saying, oh, I was being an advocate? What do you believe? Do you personally believe that cops kill unarmed black men every single day in America? Senator, I believe law enforcement have an important and challenging job in this country. That's not what you said, though, counsel. Senator, I say before you here today that I do believe law enforcement have a difficult and challenging job, and I also understand the difference I, I just between- think that's an extraordinary statement to make with no data to back up. No, none whatsoever. There's no basis for you saying that. And you knew it then and you know it now. How can one possibly believe that you're going to be unbiased on the federal bench? Um, to the senators out there, we're watching, please. 
This woman has no business whatsoever. She should not get a single Republican vote. This woman has no business whatsoever on the federal branch. You have zero, zero chance of getting a fair child trial with someone like Nusrat Chowdhury, a documented liar on the bench who not only lies, but lies about police and this whole hunting black men down myth in order to inflame people to cause racial division in this country and a war on police, which eventually got people killed as police departments were defunded. Disgusting. This woman does as zero business being on the bench at all. She is a liar. And yet she'll probably have no penalty served against her whatsoever for being a documented conspiracy theory promoting liar. Liar. Nusrat Chowdhury, liar. They never, there's no penalty for the left, ever. None. Here's another point I want to fit into this block here. How, again, liberals just constantly screw up your life. Police are killing black men. Gosh, we better defund the police. They're killing black men. Defund the police. More black men die because of crime in their communities because they defunded the police. Then we turn back and go, wait, we did all this because we thought police were hunting black men. Is that actually true? No, none of it was true the whole time. They never suffer a penalty, these people. They are liars. They destroyed the housing market, too, when they thought it was a good idea for government to intervene in the housing market. And they sir, there's no penalty for that either. What do I mean? They're doing it again. Joe, you're a little older than me, right? Did you yeah. live through that housing crisis thing? Do you remember that? Yeah, I, did. I know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah. You, you, you did. Okay. All right. So you were around for that, right? Checking. All right. I'm 47. I'm McCain, by uh, Obama, the uh, presidential election, housing market crashes. Joe, I have vague memories of it too. Yeah. Um, seems like, Guy, were you, you were around for that, Guy? How old are you? 30. Guy, so I'm doing the math. Yeah, yes. Guy was around for that too. Do you remember that? It's kind of a little bit of a big deal. Housing market, you know, collapsed. Why did it collapse? Well, it collapsed because government sponsored, government sponsored, government sponsored enterprises. That is not a glitch. I said it three times for a reason. Government sponsored enterprises like Fannie and Freddie via an implicit government uh, 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 subsidy process was subsidizing people to buy homes they couldn't afford. So when they couldn't afford them, the housing market collapsed. Gosh, what a shocker. Pay no penalty, of course. They're doing it again. They're doing it again. Here's one of a few stories. Get ready. Folks, get ready. Like I said, I buy real estate because the inflation crisis, opportunity cost, I don't see anywhere else for it to go. But there is going to be in a lot of markets a correction here. And I'm not just talking about the United States. I'm talking about around the globe. Pittsburgh. Again, incredible. They introduced this resolution here in Pittsburgh for inclusionary zoning, saying, listen, if you're going to build an apartment complex or whatever, condos, co-ops with 20 units or more, 10% of them have to be affordable housing. Yeah, well, that sounds fair. Well, does it? Well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is if you're going to tell a developer to build units in this building that aren't going to pay for themselves because you put a price control on them, then what happens? They're not going to build them. So here's a Wall Street Journal opinion article. How not to build affordable housing. And when you tax something, you get less of it. Portland, Oregon introduced inclusionary zoning in 2017. Same thing they did, folks, in Oregon. Permits for residential buildings with 20 or more plummeted 64%. 
Even a nonprofit group up for growth concluded that rather than increasing the number of affordable units, the zoning scheme appears to diminish the supply of housing at nearly all income levels. It doesn't matter. Pittsburgh's doing it again. It doesn't matter. These people suffer no consequence at all. Washington Examiner. Housing affordability near worst on record is Fed battles inflation. We're peeking out. Then I saw this one. Again, Sydney Morning Herald, Sydney, Australia. Labor announces policy to buy 40% stake in private homes and tackle the housing crisis. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? What is it? New South Wales and certain areas of Sydney around there. They're going to start subsidizing the purchases of homes by giving people money. What's going to happen? If I give you money to buy a home, what do you think is going to happen to the market for homes? The prices for the markets for homes, the prices are going to go up. The market clearing prices are going to go up. And then when people find out that they can't afford the home, the market's going to collapse. It doesn't matter. They'll suffer no consequence whatsoever, I assure you. All right. Got a lot more to get to. They'll suffer no consequence at all. They'll also suffer no consequence for electing Joe Biden, a man obviously so cognitively impaired. He cannot give a speech without one faux pas after. Has he given a speech yet? I kid you not. Where he has not had a major embarrassing faux pas. Anything? It's a major speech. It's hard to find one. Here he was yesterday, the Biden malfunction again. I'm saying how we gave Russia javelins. We did. My gosh, that sounds like an international problem and a scandal for us. Check this out. Before Russia attacked, we made sure Russia had javelins and other weapons to strengthen the defenses so Ukraine was ready for whatever happened. We made sure Russia had javelins. Again, folks, because I, I, I'm not a leftist hack like Taylor Lorenz and others, and I'm not a liar like Jakob Reyes. Again, what he probably meant to say is we gave Ukraine javelins. The problem is, unlike Jakob Reyes, these ridiculous fact checkers, I don't claim to get in Joe Biden's head. And I have no idea what Joe Biden meant to say because Joe Biden has no idea what Joe Biden meant to say. The man cannot give a speech without a major embarrassing faux pas. I brought up Taylor Lorenz. Remember her? Taylor Lorenz was the... Uh, the the left-wing lunatic writer who did that massive hit piece on libs of TikTok. Taylor Lorenz is a crybaby and a big wuss who was uh, in that, what, NBC interview crying, oh my gosh, I write articles and people don't like me. Yeah, Taylor, would you like me to send you the death threats I get every day on Facebook? Weird how when conservatives get death threats and get harassed and cops are attacked by pro-life lunatics like happened, like happened yesterday, the left has nothing to say when Kamala Harris says we got to fight That doesn't matter. But when Taylor Lorenz gets a nasty email, it's an international conspiracy to go after liberals, right? So Taylor Lorenz apparently had told this fairy tale that the Drudge Report, a Drudge editor, remember, you know, Drudge Report, that a Drudge editor had contacted her saying that they were going to, uh, they were going to harass her, that Drudge, Drudge had harassed her or whatever. Now, Lorenz, as Oliver Darcy here notes, who's another left-wing lunatic himself, he probably pained him to write this, had a note that appears Taylor Lorenz uh, may have made this whole story up again. There. She walked back an allegation on Monday that an editor for Drudge had repeatedly harassed her and apparently was contacted by Matt Drudge himself. She had tweeted last Monday that she'd been relentlessly harassed by a Drudge Report editor who threatened to use the site to destroy her career. Yeah. 
Kind of strange how she had to walk that whole thing back. Weird, right? She deleted her tweets and posted a clarification. These people are a joke. Jakob, you going to fact check that, Jakob? Or are you too busy face planting on charges, false charges about conservatives? All right, moving on again. Big show today, a lot to get to. I haven't been all over the Hunter Biden story lately because there's been so much going on with the leak of the Supreme Court thing, the disinformation ministry, the minister of truth. But folks, I've got some really big news. Um, you know, I have a publishing company. I publish books, get one of my many parallel economy ventures. We publish mostly conservative books, obviously. Um, but I don't. I pick my books very deliberately. I don't publish everything and anything that I get. I, I publish things that I really think are going to add to the public discourse. So uh, available for pre-order now. I'm very happy to announce. You know the uh, person who took custody of the Hunter Biden laptop in the Mac store, John, uh, John Paul Mac Isaac. Well, we got his book. It's available for pre-order now. I have seen it. I have read it. I am publishing this book with partners here. To call it an eye-opener, I'm getting goosebumps now talking about it. Call it an eye-opener may be understatement of the day. There's the cover of the book. If you watch it on Rumble, it's American Injustice. My Battle to Expose the Truth by John Paul Mac Isaac. It talks about what happened to him after Hunter walked into his store, his Mac store, and left the computer behind. Folks, it is an eye-opener with some details you haven't heard before. They are disturbing. It shows you the power of the deep state. Available for pre-order now. Check it out. American Injustice. Geek, put that up again one more time. Sorry. American Injustice. My Battle to Expose the Truth by John Paul Mac Isaac. Available for, for pre-order now. You will not be disappointed. Please check it out. Now, this Hunter Biden story and fiasco continues to grow and get worse. Now, it's really weird how Jacob Reyes and Taylor Lorenz and all these other pseudo-journalists can't seem to find the time to cover the biggest political scandal of our time, the Hunter Biden fiasco. You'll see the New York Post has been all over this story. So kind of strange now how evidence is piling up that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden specifically have had very deep and personal relationships with people from Russia and China who have very, very specific and uh, uh, specific backgrounds doing specific things that appear really, really corrupt. New York Post, Russian oligarch who met with Hunter Biden sanctioned by the United Kingdom, but not the U.S., Really? Whoa. Folks, let me oh, keep that up for a second. Let me change the headline there again to Trump. Russian oligarch who met with Don Trump Jr., sanctioned by the United Kingdom, but not by the Trump administration. You would be talking about a may the force be with you intergalactic. I ran the Kessel Run in 25 parsec scandal <laughs> all over the cosmos. But because it's Hunter Biden, everything seems to go away. Hunter Biden once met with a controversial Russian oligarch who's been sanctioned by the UK over the invasion of Ukraine, but hasn't faced any punishment from the US, the New York Post notes. An itinerary for a three-day visit to the US by billionaire Vladimir Yetyushenkov shows a breakfast scheduled with President Biden's son at the Ritz-Carlton near Central Park from 9 to 10 on March 14, 2012. Investigative journalist Vicki Ward revealed on her Substack account Wednesday. Russian billionaire, sanctioned by the United Kingdom, but not sanctioned by the United States, met with Hunter Biden. Read the book, folks, by John Paul Mac Isaac. A lot of this will make sense. It's only the biggest political scandal of our time. 
By the way, rendered even more hilarious by the fact that his red state, our friend Bonchi here notes that the criminal case against Donald Trump up in New York has fully collapsed as liberals struggle to cope. So investigate Donald Trump for what, six years now? Six years plus, maybe? Investigate Donald Trump. Find nothing, but keep going. But don't investigate Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Where, where's the FBI case on that? Where, where, what are we doing on that? What are we doing? All right, I got more coming up next, including an, on, uh, an update on a story that's been troubling a lot of you. I've been getting a lot of feedback on it. This food crisis, this fertilizer crisis. I got a lot of feedback on that story yesterday about human sludge being sprayed in these fields. A lot of people in the industry, by the way, you know, saying, Dan, you don't know what you're talking about. I, and I responded back to a couple of them. Then tell me what I'm talking about. You telling me I don't know what I'm talking about while producing no challenging facts or data at all is not an argument. I cited to you sources from Florida Today uh, and research and, and media outlets that cite real data and facts about problems they had with water and problems they had with chemicals from human sludge. You respond back with, you don't know what you're talking about. That's not a response. It's an insult, which is okay. It is. I don't, I'm not going to block you or anything in uh, my messages, but show me something. Don't just tell me. It elicited a big response. I'm going to get to that. And then uh, I'm going to talk to you about what CNN is up to now, because this is a big, important story, too. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Now, again, I got a lot of feedback on the story about human sludge yesterday. Folks, I'm open to a, a counter position on it, but you got to produce something. Give me some links, some stuff to look at. Don't you say I'm in this industry. It's heavily regulated. Okay, great. Then what explains the problems we discussed in yesterday's show? I'm open to hearing it. Now, on the food side of the food and fertilizer crisis, I, again, I, I am not trying to induce any kind of panic or hysteria. I'm not a leftist. But the way to alleviate anxiety about a coming problem is to solve the problem. And we're not solving any problems right now in the United States. We're whistling past the graveyard, the guardian. This is from just the other day. Millions of tons of grain stuck in Ukraine says a German UN official. Folks, this is huge. We are looking at a major international food crisis. Now there is a way to fix this problem immediately. It would be to incentivize the petrochemical industry to produce more fertilizer, to get better yields. We could do everything we can to open up those ports in Ukraine to make sure at minimum the food can get out. We're not doing that, folks. We're doing none of it. And it's one of these things that reminds me of that movie. Uh, what is it? The, uh, the Brad Pitt zombie movie where the guy says, you know, nobody thinks anything's going to happen until it does. World War Z. Sorry, that's right. I've seen that movie a thousand times. You think I'd be able to pull that one? Well, they took guys to say, you know, well, well, what made you think there'd be zombies? He goes, well, no one believed me because no one thinks anything's going to happen until it does. Now, we're not going to have zombies. But folks, a food crisis, if it hits you, you don't want to be left with that. So, you know, stock up, have some items, be prepared. It's a way to reduce the anxiety of a pending problem in the future. All right. This last story is a critical one. This is very important. 
Now, we have been the subject of an organized far-left radical uh, boycott attempt for a very long time. I have uh, been talking to a lawyer about a response specifically to one of these people who uh, made unquestionably defamatory uh, charges about me. I think that person's going to find themselves in a lot of difficulty uh, coming soon. But folks, the Elon Musk purchase of Twitter has caused a meltdown on the left. Now, the left is doing what they always do. The left is going to pressure corporate America. Here's their tactics going forward. CNN's Brian Fung puts it, you know, CNN's doing this with a wink and a nod too. Brands should force Twitter to uphold content policies under Musk, advocacy groups say. What's going on here? This is going to backfire and backfire hilariously. So a bunch of these organized left-wing groups that don't have a real position, their only position is to silence their opponents, is figuring out if they can't stop Elon Musk from buying Twitter and making it a free speech platform, what they can do is boycott brands who use Twitter to advertise. Folks, the hysterical part of this whole thing is that these same liberal goofballs have convinced a lot of these companies to abandon uh, uh, cable news outlets they don't like that are conservative, to abandon Facebook and now Twitter. This is where this becomes what I've always told you. The left is a cannibalistic enterprise by nature. It eventually consumes itself. Folks, these companies are going to have nowhere left to advertise. These left-wing wingnuts are forcing them off conservative radio shows, conservative podcasts, Facebook, Twitter. These companies are eventually going to collapse. They are going to collapse. That's, you are losing 50% of your consumer base, the Republican, conservative, libertarian, moderate Democrats who, uh, who, who uh, go to these websites and watch these shows. You are losing them. The left has successfully convinced a lot of these idiots to boycott everything, which is going to be a natural selection process, which is eventually good for us in the long run. Because the wokest of companies that listen to these idiots and don't advertise on Facebook, Twitter, cable news, podcasts, nothing, what's going to happen, Joe? They're going to lose their customer base. They're not going to have anything long term. It's a glorious thing to see. I'm telling you, this is a cannibalistic enterprise by nature. CNN is playing into it. They're going to find themselves on the short end of the stick in the long run. Because if you're stuck advertising only on CNN or MSNBC, you're advertising on programs and networks. Nobody watches. Nobody. And it's glorious to see. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please uh, pick up the book American Injustice by John Paul MacIsaac for pre-order. It's available now. It is an eye-opener. It's worth your time. And check us out on the radio show later. Got our good friend Leo Terrell on the radio show. That should be terrific. Don't miss that. See you on the radio show later. Take care. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.